Welcome to the Sustainable Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Mackey, registered nurse, board-certified nurse coach, and certified personal trainer. Here, we'll discuss all things health and fitness as they apply to real life, like juggling careers, children, mental health, and just life in general. My hope is that this show simplifies health and wellness, making it more manageable for you to apply to your own life and to be a healthier human. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Today, we'll be talking about should you work out if you're sick? And of course, the answer is always it depends. We will get into all of that. Um, But first, I do want to say that enrollment is open for my signature one-on-one coaching, which is sustainable strength and nutrition. So I will be closing down um, applications to that at the end of this month. It is now, what, March, March 13th. So end of this month, I'll be closing that down for a little while, and then I'll be opening it back up probably a few months from now. So if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, now is probably the time to look into that. Um, If you have any questions about it, you can always reach out to me. You can also fill out the coaching application, which is on... Sorry about that. Clearly Baxter is very unhappy. I heard the mail truck go down the street, so I'm pretty sure that's going on. So I apologize. (laughs) Real life situations here. (laughs) Anyway, um, so you for this, you can do either strength or nutrition, or you can do both. Um, It's all virtual. We'll meet like a few times a month. You'll also have some email check-ins with me. And then you also have email and text message access to me. So whenever you feel as though you need to like check in with me, even though it's not a scheduled check-in, you can always just shoot me a message and we can kind of tackle it right then and there. So you have that option. Um, but yes, once, you know, once I close that down, I want those few months to be devoted to my one-on-one clients. So I'll give them a little bit of time and then I'll open it back up. It's going to be a while. But anyway, before I was interrupted, by Baxter. Lost my train of thought here. Um, If you reach out to me or you fill out the application online, which is on my website, it is also the link in my Instagram bio. And I will, of course, attach a link here as well for the show. Um, You are under no obligation to sign up if we talk and have discussion or you fill that out. So I don't want you thinking that like, you're making a commitment right then and there. You might want to find out more information. We want to make sure it's going to be a good fit for both of us. There is no pressure because I feel like that's gross. It's really just a way for you to reach out and contact me and, you know, find out more ins and outs about it. If it's, if you feel as though it's going to be right for you, just that sort of stuff. So no pressure. Um, I also offer payment plans if need be. I've had clients who have broken up payments, you know, too, and that could be something that we could also just, you know, um, go over like in that discovery call as well. So that's like the time to discuss that sort of stuff. Like what can you get out of it? What you can expect from me, what payment is, how we can break that up, stuff like that. So no pressure promise. That's gross. I don't like it. So, but without further ado, let's get into the show and working out when you're sick. All right, let's 
thank you again for tuning in. This is actually the first episode that I am taking video of, so it will also be up on YouTube. But this is actually like the seventh episode in my podcast. So if you haven't, if you're watching, it's the first time we have crossed paths on YouTube. I will, of course, be posting the link um, in the description, and then you can go check out the podcast because you have missed a few episodes since then. I didn't really get this idea uh, until recently, so I figured, you know, the more information I can spread, the better um, wherever people can find me because I do think it's truly helpful. I know that it has helped my clients over the years. Um, yeah, so we're just all about spreading, spreading the word. So this episode is all about like, should you work out if you're sick? And of course, like most things in health and fitness, there is no yes or no answer. It's always, it depends. Um, I usually need to ask some more questions and figure out what's going on. So the biggest thing is really that I would go through today is really to just take inventory of your symptoms and how you're feeling. That's going to be like the main thing. So of course, so there's some, basically it's just like a list of considerations and we'll kind of go through like, should you work out yes or no? Or should there be, if you are going to work out, is there anything that you need to take into account? Is there any stuff that we need to change up? So that's basically what this will be about. And hopefully it kind of helps give you an idea next time you're sick, what's going on. You know, it's, it is beginning to mid-March, so we're hopefully getting out of like cold flu season, stuff like that. Um, I know I was very sick more so the end of fall, beginning of winter. I know people were sick around the holidays. I've heard of a few people who have like caught COVID recently. Luckily, everyone's fine, um, but we're still kind of in that cold and flu RSV slash COVID season, so I figured it was still good to to go through that. Um, there's also like a GI bug going around. So we're gonna, gonna cover all that. So first in the list of considerations is, are you contagious? <laughs> um, you either, regardless of how you feel, if you are contagious with something like COVID, for example, you should stay home. <laughs> so if you, you know, want to go outside, if the weather's decent and you're feeling up to it, if for some reason, you know, by chance you test positive, but you're not having any symptoms and you feel fine, then I would say it's probably okay to go and do some gentle activity, but you want to stay away from other people. So either you've got to do something at home. Hopefully you have some equipment at home. If not, you know, it might be a day for like gentle yoga or something like that. There's plenty of videos that you can find on YouTube. Uh, I will occasionally post like freebies and stuff like that. If you're on my email list, I will randomly just be like, Hey, here's a workout to try. So stuff like that, you could use one of those, uh, or you could do something outside. So if the weather's nice, you just go for a walk, maybe a run if you're up for it, something like that. So if you are contagious, please stay home. Do not expose the rest of us to whatever illness you have. You just need to modify some stuff. Second thing is... If you have a fever, chills, or body aches, you're sick. You need to not do any exercise and just skip it for the day. You want to focus on rest and fluids. These are kind of signals that like your body is probably fighting something off. Um, and you need to give it time to, to rest and heal. So like, let's not try and go do an intense workout while we, while we have a fever right? Like that doesn't sound like it would be a good time anyway. So 
definitely take it easy if you are experiencing those types of things. Next, as I mentioned, there is a GI bug going around. So these typically, aside from like potentially a fever and chills and, and all that, um, usually they are accompanied by nausea, vomiting, and or diarrhea. And again, personally, if I'm experiencing that, exercise is pretty much the last thing on my mind. Like I don't want to do it. I just want to lay in bed and like drink my tea or my ginger ale and just like wade through the sickness and get it over with. So you should probably skip exercising. You want to prioritize rest and fluids for this as well, and really just consuming any calories that you can keep down. So juice, electrolyte drinks, water, tea, especially if it's like ginger tea that can be kind of soothing on your stomach as long as you can tolerate it, uh, or soda. And I do mean regular soda, not the diet stuff, because you probably, again, you need all the calories that you can get if you're sick like that, because most of the time, you either can't keep anything down, you don't feel like eating, um, you just need, you need something. So whatever you can keep down that has calories in it, including juice and regular soda, you should probably just drink it. Um, you do want to avoid caffeine and alcohol. Again, I don't know if there's ever been a time where I've had some sort of GI upset where I've ever wanted alcohol. Um, yeah, we don't, doesn't sound like a good time, um, but you definitely want to avoid both of those things. Um, caffeine does have like a mild diuretic effect. It's not nearly as bad as alcohol. And it's pretty temporary, especially if you're like a you know, habitual coffee drinker or something like that. It's not going to affect you too much, but it can stimulate your GI tract. So if you're already having like vomiting and diarrhea, you don't want to give yourself anything that's going to like amp that up. Like that's not that's not fun. We don't want that. Um, so it, it, it can, it can, um, increase that. I mean, there's, you know, memes and stuff like that about people like running to the bathroom after their coffee hits and stuff like that. So we don't, we don't want any more of that. Uh, and then alcohol is a super strong diuretic. So that is the whole, like, if you've been out for a night of drinking and you're like, Oh, I broke the seal. That is what that is. Alcohol, super, super strong diuretic. It's going to make you pee a lot which again, we don't need, we need to hold on to like all of the fluid that we can, we can keep in our bodies when you have a, um, a GI bug like that, because you're just, you're going to lose fluid by typically like the, um, the vomiting and diarrhea. We don't, we don't want that. And it can also, so that's going to just going to cause further dehydration. It kind of messes with like your hormones and about how they, how like your kidneys filter water. And that's why you end up peeing more. And it also can cause some GI irritation as well. So again, we don't, <laughs> your system is already irritated and we don't want to add to it. So above anything else, avoid alcohol if you have a GI bug. Once you are feeling a little bit better, speaking of GI bugs, my stomach just growled. <laughs> so apologies, apologies if that made it through. Um, I did just eat, so it's probably just very content right now from my salad with chicken that I just ate. Um, anyway, speaking of, when you are ready to introduce food back in, you want to pick stuff that's like easy to digest, so like bland foods um, when you're up for it. So crackers, toast, chicken soup, like typical things we think of when we're sick. Those are things that we want to prioritize when you have GI issues, if like the nausea or the um, 
the vomiting and diarrhea has slowed down, then you can kind of start snacking on that stuff and just ease your way back into it. But you definitely, above all, don't go to the gym that day. You're probably contagious. We don't want that. (laughs) And also like you just need the rest. Just take the rest, prioritize consuming any calories and fluid that you can keep down. That is your priority until, until it passes. And then next we have respiratory infections. And I have this kind of broken into like two different subsets for that. Speaking of tea. Um, so if you have a cold or any other respiratory, like other upper respiratory infection, like a sinus infection, stuff where you feel as though your main symptoms as far as like congestion and stuff like that is more so in your head, you might be able to tolerate exercise and you may not be able to push as more. Like if you have a stuffy nose, you might not be able to breathe as well. And that's, that's fine. Um, the other thing to note too, is like certain movements might not feel so good. So I've had clients before who have been getting over a sinus infection. They still come in for their session. They just give me a heads up. They're like, I'm still having a lot of sinus pressure. doesn't really feel so good. Like if I bend over a lot or if I lay face down, or they might have like a ton of, um, like postnasal drip if they lie on their back. So we'll either just like avoid that stuff or it'll be like very quickly that they're on their back. So they don't really get that feeling of that postnasal drip where it's going to trigger like coughing and just be generally uncomfortable. So if it's pretty much up in up upper respiratory, so like above the neck, then you're probably fine. Just take it easy. If you know anything affects your breathing too much, then you just want to back off or stop working out that day and kind of just let it pass. So that you can get away with a little bit more a lower respiratory infection where it's going to affect your lungs more so. So if it's like, it feels like it's in its, in your chest, you can probably get away with some gentle stuff. Um, but it's also okay if you want to skip it altogether, depending on how you're feeling. Um, things like bronchitis, the flu obviously comes with other symptoms like chills and fever and body aches, which you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be working out anyway, but the flu can move from like upper into lower respiratory and kind of like bother your lungs. Obviously COVID can do the same thing. RSV that was super big this year. So like that was causing, um, one of the symptoms RSV can cause is bronchiolitis, a little different than bronchitis, but same sort of thing. It's going to be hard to breathe. It's going to affect your chest and just functioning in everyday life can like get you out of breath. So in that case, that's when you definitely want to back off exercise. Again, either do something super gentle, like maybe do some like gentle or restorative yoga where you're pretty much just like on the floor doing things. It's not super strenuous. Even a walk might be too much depending on how your breathing is. Or again, just rest until those symptoms dissipate and you're, you're feeling much better. If coughing is triggered by an activity, I would hold, again, hold off on the exercise or go easy until that starts to clear up. So like I said, some sinus stuff can kind of migrate into your chest and maybe it was okay for you to work out initially, but now not so much that it's like moved, you're not feeling so good. It can trigger some coughing that can be uncontrollable. And again, that might be the time where you take it easy or you just rest until it passes. And this is something um, that I personally have experienced. I've actually had a client or two also experience it as well over the years is sometimes you might have a head cold. And if you have any other like underlying health issues, 
it could make it worse. So a couple of my clients have like some autoimmune stuff going on. So like any additional stress on their body, including sickness, can kind of ramp up that stuff. They're not really feeling so great. For me, even if I just get a common like run-of-the-mill head cold for whatever reason, that shit will trigger my asthma. And I have no, I don't know why. It's all, everything, all my symptoms are in my head. And for some reason that whatever, it, it triggers my asthma. So then it does affect my lungs. And like, I'll just get out of breath, like walking across the parking lot to work, <laughs> which what at my nursing job is a little bit of a different story, but at the gym, it's literally like the parking lot's right in front of the training studio. Um, so like we have issues, that's not going to be a time where I'm probably going to exercise. So that just kind of goes to show that like, these are general guidelines and you obviously have to go by how you feel too. You know, one of my clients had to cancel for the same reason. She was like, I have a head, this is like a couple months ago. She was like, I have a head cold. However, now my asthma is triggered. I actually need to go to the doctor to get a nebulizer treatment, which is more so than like what I experienced, which is just like, I just need a couple shots of my rescue inhaler to kind of like get me through until I'm over the brunt of that sickness. So like, absolutely, please cancel your training appointment that day. We will figure it out later. So just pay attention how you feel. The last symptom that I want to go over is... Uh, related to fatigue. So, you know, this can occur with like any illnesses and you just kind of have to give into it. I think the ones that stand up to me the most is maybe some lingering fatigue with COVID. I know I definitely experienced that and I had a few clients as well that did. So even though your symptoms may have cleared up, you still might have some lingering fatigue and might, might not feel so good. If you have some cold symptoms maybe that are like kind of mild, but you're having like a ton of fatigue with it, which I know there was something going around. I feel like earlier this year that a lot of people caught, including me, where the symptoms were like annoying and they kind of lingered, but they weren't, they were like tolerable, but like the fatigue that came with it was not a good time. So I feel as though if you experience fatigue like that, it's kind of your body's just way of letting you know that you need rest to fight off whatever is has infected you and you just need to honor that you just rest when you can get to bed earlier don't really do anything like super unnecessary um regardless of you have like active symptoms or whatever illness you have or whether the symptoms have cleared up and you're still experiencing fatigue lingering afterwards just pay attention how you feel um you might even and this is like classic example because i uh experienced this, I guess it's been like two years since I had COVID. Um, I had fatigue that lingered after my symptoms cleared up, but then also I was starting to feel okay. And I worked out probably about like two and a half weeks after I had gotten sick. So my symptoms were gone. I had some lingering fatigue, but I felt okay to work out one day and it rocked me. Um, I did probably like 20 minutes with less intensity. So it wasn't quite as like long of a workout as I'm used to definitely less intense and I just it felt like I got the wind just completely sucked out of me so it was only 20 minutes and then I had to like lay on the couch for an hour afterwards to recover I just I felt awful my heart rate was shooting up and like I wasn't recovering like my body was not ready to exercise so again if you are experiencing that then you probably need to take it easy give yourself more time I took the rest of the week off and then I gradually eased myself back in and, and I was fine. So again, just pay attention. The big takeaway, pay attention to your symptoms and pay attention to 
how you feel. So this is a little bit of a shorter episode today, but hope it's just something to think about when you're sick. Uh, you know, we're almost out of that season. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be there soon. Things are starting to warm up a little bit and um, hopefully we'll be out of cold and flu season soon. Hopefully this was helpful. Some things to consider. Just kind of take an inventory of your symptoms and how you're feeling and how to deal with them. And remember, it's okay to rest if you need to or to ease up and back off of something that maybe you had planned. It's probably not the time for you to engage in your normal, like, intense workouts. You need the extra rest. Your body is trying to heal and fight off an infection, and you need to be able to help it do that. So sometimes rest is honestly like the best thing that you can do. So hopefully that was helpful. Take care of yourself and consider some of the suggestions here. Uh, Be safe and be well.